are now listening to another episode on Queen and Me. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Queen and Me podcast. I am your host, Laquita Wallace. And as you know, this podcast is honest conversations about business, self-discovery, and a little bit of queen talk. And my personal life, of course, along the way. Uh, So go ahead and grab your coffee, your tea, or your wine. Get comfortable. And let's have a chat. All right, guys. So the topic today, of course, is girls just want to have fun. I mean, it's the truth, right? Like I was thinking, like started jotting down some things. Like I know we're on quarantine right now. I'm like after quarantine, like I want to travel. I want to go places. I don't want to have no parties at home. I don't want to. I want to get out of my house and go somewhere other than where I've been this whole time. (laughs) So, I mean, traveling is my number one. I'm also in the market to buy a new car. Uh, I do want to wait for a, a couple of more months because I'm not a splurge shopper. I, I want to make sure I get what I want um, and not just because it was, you know, there on that particular lot. So, but my biggest goal that I'm also working on is, you know, I really want to purchase a home. We have rented for long enough and <laughs> I am so tired of paying an excessive amount in rent um, which covers somebody's mortgage plus, you know, they plus the excess that they get to keep, you know, as, as a profit. So, um, you know, in order to do all those things, you know, you have to make sure that your budget is straight and that, you know, we can't have funds if we don't have a good budget, if we're not maintaining our finances properly or anything like that. And I'm no budgetista. I do follow, um, Tiffany, the budgetista on Instagram and on Facebook. If you have not heard of her, I definitely suggest following her. She gives amazing tips. She shares her journey of how she went from, um, having an excessive amount in debt and became debt free in just a year or so and uh, shares her the tips and journeys that she's followed. There are a ton of people out there, though, that you can find tips on how to pay down your debt and become debt free and then have access uh, finances to be able to put in savings or travel or, you know, do those necessary things that you want to do. What inspired me the most though, when I when it comes to me, like wanting or planning or wanting to um, do things for my family or, or for myself, you know, like I said, you know, I want to have funds. Um, it's because, you know, growing up, we didn't, as far as when it comes to traveling, growing up, we did not, we didn't, we didn't go anywhere a lot. You know what I mean? Like as a family, we didn't get, we get, we went places we did, you know, my mom did as much as she possibly could with, you know, as a single mom of five children, my mom worked her butt off. So, you know, she was working an, an awful amount of, um, of time. Um, so we didn't get to, you know, go on those family vacations that we desperately wanted to do. We would do like family reunions with our family and things like that once a year. But those are kind of the you know biggest things that we had to do. So one thing that inspired me, you know, when I got married to my husband, they make it their plan. Like they, they, they dive deep into making family time so important. And that is a blessing for me because it's something I felt like I so desperately needed. Like, you know, you want to go out and you want to have your 
time and vacation and things like that. But what better way, better time to do it than being able to spend it with your family. So I'm so grateful for them because they pre-plan vacation time like all the time. I know there's always like three or four trips that's planned uh, every year. Um, and then, and so that's awesome. So, you know, travel is definitely on top of my lips list, um, you know, being in quarantine, it makes you think you, your, your mind is kind of like, okay, what can I do to better myself? What can I do to get out of this funk that we're in right now? Uh, don't get me wrong. Being quarantined right now, listen, is a blessing from the Lord. I'd rather be safe than sorry than taking my behind out here early, trying to do this, that, and the other, and then get sick, you know, Lord forbid it. So, um, being home has given me an opportunity to, you know, you're able to think you're able to pre-plan, go back to school, take some classes, start that business. There are a lot of things that we're able to do under quarantine that I think we're taking for granted and we're not looking at it like an opportunity and it is. Um, so with this particular episode, you know, girls just want to have fun. Listen, you know, ladies and, and gentlemen, cause I, I, I found that I have some men that listens also, <laughs> we want to have funds and a better way to make sure that we have funds to be able to do the things that we want to do is we got to start creating a budget. Like I said, I'm no finance guru. I'm not, a, I'm not an accountant. Uh, or anything. This is just my personal notes that I take for myself and my husband and my and our family because I know what our goals are. So, you know, I just want to share, I'm going to share like my, you know, tips that I've learned just and along the way, as I, like I said, we're working on credit, we're working on building, we're working on savings, we're working on our travel budgets, we're working on a new car and buying a home. These are all of my on my list of to do's, you know, and this wasn't just, you know, because of quarantine, I just wrote this out. No, I've, we've been pre-planning about what we want to do. So we've had a couple, uh, um, you know, almost a year into doing all this stuff and, and preparing ourselves to achieve all of these things that we want to do. Um, but I wrote out a list that I thought would help my listeners. That's helped me. Um, because if you're like me, I am, you know, I, I, I take that little bad thing, you know, like my name is Laquita and I'm a shopaholic. I would admit it. You give me the Bible, put my hand on it. I, I will admit it. I, I was, I, I'm straight. I love to shop. Do I like, I mean, I shop on a budget though. Like I don't go and spend massive amounts on, you know, two or three items. You know, I'm, if I'm spending $200, oh, I'm getting me a, I'm going to have quite a lot of things that I was able to purchase with that 200. Trust me. <laughs> I'm very budget conscientious when I go shopping, uh, but I do love it. Just like it is therapy. Um, you know, my husband disagrees, but it is therapy for the woman. I feel like, you know, it gives us some, you know, just retail therapy is what we need sometimes. Um, but anyway, so, you know, I put some things down, you know, what I'm learning also, there's like two type of expenses, you know, you have fixed bills and then you have variable expenses. The fixed are like, so what I learned was like, it's like anything that has a set amount of due date. So like your rental mortgage is a fixed bill. Um, um, your car payment is like a fixed bill. It's a one set price, unless you have like the variable rate or something like that, it fluctuates. No, those things are fixed. So you always know when that, that what the amount is and you always know when that's coming out. And then you have vari- variable expenses, such as like the light bill may be something that fluctuates here and there, depending on the season, as we've seen where I live, I don't know where you live, but if you're in the winter, you may have a lesser bill than you do in the summertime. And that's just what it is. Um, but those change. The due date is the same, but the bill amount may change. Um, so I don't, I don't call, I don't say my light bill is fixed. <laughs> it is very much variable. 
Um, and then those are also broken down into like your living expenses and then miscellaneous, like your wants and things like that. Um, but I created like this little list out and I'm going to share it with you guys because I feel like it was helpful to me. Um, and it, it still is helpful to me because, you know, like I said, these are goals I'm working on. And, you know, as I go along and I'm able to check out things on my goal, listen, guys, you're the first one to know, um, because I feel like how can people grow? How can people trust that you're able to do it if they don't have any like evidence, you know what I mean? If they can't see the evidence. Um, and I want to always be transparent and share our journey with you guys. So, um, so definitely. So number one, Melissa, what I've learned, number one is do not start budgeting unless you have a goal. Some people may think that that's contrary. Um, they may disagree. I didn't understand it at the very beginning, but I do now because nine times out of 10 people who set a budget, they don't stick with it. They create it because they're like, you know, they, they have the intent, like they want to do better. They want to, you know, they want better for themselves. But it's like, it's so easy to be like, you know, I ain't really putting that. If you don't have a goal and you didn't really put nothing down, then the goal, you know, the money has nowhere to stick to. So for me, I said, okay, well, this was good for me because my goal is to purchase a home. My goal is to purchase a new car and to start up the emergency savings fund in case things like this happen again. Like I said, we're in quarantine. People are laid off. Um, and if I had a savings fund in advance, you know, well, I would have had some kind of cushion there to help alleviate some of the financings that we, the uh, expenses that we have to pay ongoing, even while we're out of work. So create a budget if you have a goal, if you have a goal, because then your budget has something to stick to. And then when you have a goal also, like you have something that you feel like you're working towards. A lot of times that if you have a goal, it's easier to stick to the path because you're like, ah, I'm, I'm this much close. I'm so close. Like I'm super, super, super close. So that's my number one there. Um, number two, I'd say spend less than what you earn. Listen, listen, listen. I know like if you if you're me, if you're like me, like I in the beginning I was like, this is easier said than done. Um <laughs> but think about it like this. If you're making twenty five hundred dollars in a month, but you paying in rent, now this is why this is where and this is not my fine, you know, this is not my finances, guys, but if you're paying in rent eighteen hundred dollars by itself. And you have a light bill that's 300 you have a car payment, maybe 350 and car insurance, life insurance, you know, other little expenses, then your budget is eight. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> it is. I think it would be the best time to reconsider or reevaluate your living situation. Um, I think don't feel bad. Like if you have a goal, I have a friend, she's amazing. Like she set her home buying journey out and she started to do what she needed to do necessary, her and her husband's credit. And start putting up money. And she was able to get in a home less than, I want to say, six months. Um, she was able to do it for her and her husband. And I thought that was an amazing because she they stuck to their goal. They stuck to it. But one thing that they did was they left where they were renting, where they were probably paying maybe $1,100, $1,200 a month, and got a smaller apartment. And it was small. It was hard to live. Understand? I understand. It was probably hard to live in because you have so many things that you accumulate when you stay in a home versus if you stay in an apartment. But it was so smart. It was the smartest move I've seen anybody make because you're. They basically moved to apartment that where they were paying half of what they were paying in rent. So the half amount, the other half of the, that they would pay uh, in rent, they were able to put in savings or able to pay down debt and help fix the credit. Start to think about things that way. If you have a family member who has a big enough house where you can stay in, listen, 
<laughs> take advantage of that. You have a goal. I think that's what family is for. If you have a goal, if if my mom was was had her own house, uh, my mom is disabled for me who don't know. Um, so she doesn't have her own place right now. But I know if my mom had her own property and my husband and I sat down and talked to her and said that, hey, we're on a, on a mission to purchase our first home by the end of this year. Do you think we could come and stay with you, us and the kids, and help out with things you have around the house, but they'd be able to save money? My mom, without a hesitation, she would be like, oh, absolutely. I think that's what family is for. And a lot of times people are not, I don't know why people won't help their family. I, I don't understand it. I feel like if I move up, I'm able to reach back down and help somebody else. So that's how I feel about my family. You know, I, I'm, I'm there for them if they need me. Absolutely. So, but reevaluate, you know, spend less than you earn. If you're earning and you're spending, see where you're spending almost all of your check and the expenses that you have, living expenses every month, and you probably only have two to $300 saved, then we need to, you, there's some things we got to reevaluate. This was really good for me and my husband. This was, I mean, like that was huge for us, um, you know, and then setting the budget and sticking to it, you know, that, you know, that <laughs> got to stick to the budget, got to stick to the plan. If you guys going to make a decision about, okay, we're going to do this, stick to it. Um, so that was number two. Number three, like don't owe anyone anything like to anybody, <laughs> like not your family, creditors, either this basically all that means is like pay, pay off your debt. Work, do what you got to do so you can start paying down or paying off debt as quickly as possible. There are also like letters out there. I've, I got no friends who are in the credit industry, um, credit repair industry. And, you know, they will supply um, certain letters that you can self. If you are, are, are a self-starter and you want to fix your credit yourself and don't want to pay a repair company or a repair individual or service or anything like that. These are other places you can go to purchase like the letters that they dispute for you by mail. I've heard that disputing by mail is a lot better than disputing, you know, in the app itself. I don't know how true that is to some people who know I've had successes with online. I've not tried to uh, do anything by mail yet, just, you know, as of yet. Um, but, you know, I've heard that that certain letters, I'll say that certain disputes are better done via mail. So if you can, if you have a wiggle room in your budget, or your income that you have coming in where you can start paying down your debt. That is definitely my, a, a definite number, you know, next one that I would go to. And then when you're doing your savings and things like that, like when you're starting to put things together so that you can have those funds that we are so desperately in need of, especially in times like this, is pay yourself first. I know that sounds crazy, right? Okay, pay yourself first means that, so when I get my check, that goes in my direct deposit. I'm going to pay me first, which means I'm going to put money that I want to have go to my savings. My, the, the pay me is for like my savings and things like that. I'm going to take that out. I'm going to have that automated to my savings account. And then if you're smart, you'll get a high yield savings account. I've, I used to work for Bank of America um, years and years ago, but uh, I learned a lot about the you know, the high yield savings account, money market savings accounts, because, you know, they're going to be bear interest on what you got in your savings. So why would I not take advantage of that type of savings account where I'm going to be able to build more money on top of what I'm already putting in there? So consider that, guys, if you don't have a if you have a regular savings account, go to your banker or go to your bank and see if they have a, a money more scholarly. It, it, it will either be called a high yield savings account or it will be called a money market savings account. Um, and if they don't have it, then reconsider putting your savings somewhere else. You know what I mean? Because I feel like why not be able to make money off my own money? You know what I mean? It's just smart. 
Um, but pay yourself first. That means just automatic have where when your money get in there, automatically have it set up to immediately go to that savings account so that it's not touched. And if your budget is proper and correct and things like that, you'll still have enough to take care of your expenses that you have for that month. Okay. And one thing that I, I wanted to start implementing for myself also was like, I'm going to create a no spend month. Y'all don't know how hard this is going to be for me, but because I have a goal, I, I'm going to definitely push myself. Um, and I mean, <laughs> it's going to, I know it's going to be hard, but I, I do want to create a no spend month. That doesn't mean don't pay your bills. Like, like don't, don't, <laughs> don't misconstrue my words. I'm, don't go to your husband and say that, you know, Laquita from the Queen of the Pockets tell me, you know, we should have a no spend month. Well, we ain't got to pay no bill. Like we shouldn't spend anything like just let the money stack up. No, no, no. Because you can't come stay with me if you don't pay your bills and you get kicked out. So pay your bills. The no spend means don't go out to shopping, out to eat, things like that. You know, those extra stuff that you do that is not a necessity. That's the no spend. <laughs> that's the no spend. Uh, my pastor had where um, there were a couple of fasts that we would do. And I ain't even gonna lie, I did not do this because uh, I was not mentally ready for it. And that's just my honest, I mean, that's just me. I always, if I do a fast, I want to stick with it. You know what I mean? Uh, but I definitely, if she does it again, I'm going to I'm gonna be prepared. I'm going to be ready. But she had a fast where there was like no spending. And, you know, we have a lot of shoppers. We love to, you know, look nice. We love, you know, we, we, it was very hard. I, I believe it was, it, you know, it was very hard for a lot of us, but it was, it was also um, satisfying. You know what I mean? Because we learned willpower. You learn willpower that, okay, I can go without this. And that's all this is, is willpower. You got to have the will, the mentality and the willpower. I, I learned something, you know, people used to talk about that, you know, broke mentality. Um, I mean, I don't want to have a broke mentality. What, broke mentality is basically, you know, you know how it sounds. You claiming to be broke, um, you know, that you are broke, you're spending broke and you're thinking broke. That was, when I tell you that, like, it was like a light bulb, you know, moment at that time, because I don't think that we are conscientious of the words that we're saying, you know, can I get, you know, if, for instance, my kids will say, mom, can I buy, you know, my kids are gamers. So they'll be like, can I buy Robux or V-Bucks or something like that for their game or whatever? And I'll immediately be like, no, I don't have any money. Listen, I am going to watch my words because I don't have a broke mentality. I'm not broke. I'm not claiming to be broke. I'm not going to spend broke. And I, I dare not think broke. And I definitely don't want to pass that down to my kids. You know, and make that a mentality that they start to a habit that they pick up, you know, unknowingly. So be mindful of that. Do not have a broke mentality. That means you should know how to spend. You should know how to manage. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Um, so these are really my, my biggest tips on the, you know, spending and, um, just creating budgets and being able to have the funds that you desire, being able to get yourself where you can travel more, go out and purchase that car that you've been waiting to do, have some extra savings. Like, like we can do, these are things that we can do. And, and yeah, we're on quarantine. Yeah. You know, some people are, are not able to work and it, it is definitely a hard time right now. Um, and I think that, but it's also a time that we can start thinking, you know, we should be thinking smarter um, with how we're doing everything. 
So I hope these were really good tips. These were really simple, but really good tips for myself. And I hope this is something that I was able to share that you guys were eye openers. I hope this was, you know, not only entertaining, but educational as well. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, thank you so much for tuning in uh, this week for this week's episode. Girls just want to have fun on this Queen and Me podcast. And make sure you reach out to me on social media. Just type in Queen and Me on all social media outlets. I love you guys. And until next time, later.